0: Damn roll, damn roll, damn roll. I'm testifying, I'm flying above the circle I died to find that watch as I plan to show you and I Climbed up the ladder, they don't know just what I'm holding Electrifying, lifting you up and over again They can't define us, an indestructible force to deal with It never hurt us, there ain't no but I'm with my brother, he tag me up, get somebody beat up, he can't even the we'll sick house, but we we'll put you up.
1: Welcome to the Up and Over Podcast, a professional wrestling podcast where a bunch of marks discuss pro wrestling, where everything's a work and none of our opinions matter anyway. Firstly, let me introduce the, the eclectic duo from Wilmington, North Carolina. We have Big Papacy Cortland. And we have old Patty Mills.
0: What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up?
1: I'd like to declare Patty for the second time, Pat, the worst texture in all of the Carolinas.
0: It's 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 a fact. It's a trademark for K only.
2: I could text him in the same house and say, there's a fire, and he would read it in his notification screen, but not move. Stunning. Twitter,
0: Twitter man.
1: Sticking with our typical run, we're missing out on the Cadillac cowboy himself, old Ethan. Typical. <clears throat> He's busting out some hours before vacay.
0: I like that. I like that. Get, yeah, that, money, it's fine. Buddy. It's- Get that money, buddy.
1: And then, of course, we have the absolute backbone of the Up and Over podcast, the one and only, streaming from the living room that looks like a guest bedroom, Casey El Gordo Gringo.
3: We're uh, four. We're running 40 minutes behind schedule. So, just so everyone knows where our mental state's at on yeah, this. we're going morning. Hollywood, baby.
0: We're going Hollywood.
1: <laughs> Hollywood. 43 minutes late, to be completely exact. It's fine, no big deal. Um, well, uh... I don't really have anything to go off of, so I went to pour myself some chocolate milk before this, poured an entire half-gallon worth, and I've been drinking it ever since. You don't know how hard it is being Mike Klinsky. <laughs> Show
3: them—no,
1: no, shut up. Yeah, Show it's, them the it's, goddamn it's, My <laughs> hand—it's just a mess. For anyone listening,
3: you know the large— uh, Like souvenir the, cups. The, yeah, the souvenir cups you would get from, like, going to a movie theater, that— to the brim of chocolate milk. To the,
1: to, to the brim, and he was just like. But it says it's almond yeah, right
3: now, so it's the Mania all the milk.
1: It's fun, uh, fellas. This it's week Mania we have. Week? That's the excuse. It, it is. It is Mania Week. Uh, everything's bigger in Texas. I'm just trying to prep myself. <laughs> I <like that>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this week on the Up and Over podcast, we have WrestleMania 21. WrestleMania goes Hollywood. From April 3rd, 2005 at the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. But, before we get there, we had some stuff happen this week in professional wrestling. Cortland.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, uh, The Steiner brothers got inducted into the Hall of Fame this week. It's very deserving. I think it's very surprising, uh, honestly, that Scott Steiner has said so much shit uh, about pro wrestling in general as a whole. (laughs) And then uh single handedly the shit that you said uh, about Triple H and Vince is like second to none. Uh so I mean seeing him do it, it's wild that they're letting him come in. I mean he they even had a no trespassing sign like picture of him <laughs> he used to be a sign in the back with of Gorilla his fucking for a long face time. on
3: it and it was like don't let this fucker anywhere back here
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which is just awesome man. To like to go from completely undesirable to uh,
0: Hall of Famer.
2: Hall of fame. undeniable.
1: Is that where you're going? Uh, With like a Cody Rhodes promo? I was about to do it, but
3: uh, I think
2: it's just crazy, man. Ham cubes made it to the Hall of
3: Fame. I Here's am the deal, man. So excited <laughs> for that acceptance speech. You know,
0: Ron idea. Breaker. Ron Breaker really 70% bridged everything. Seventy percent.
1: <laughs> I don't want him I don't want any of that. I just want him to be like, "Ah, a lot of my colleagues are here including Samoa Joe still looking fat. Like that's all I want. <laughs> that's all that I want." I, I forgot, was, who, was, you, I forgot who was,
3: but uh but because of uh who's being inducted this year, all of the main event mafia, the original main it's event now mafia in. is now going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. That's mm-hmm. sick. So fucking kudos to those guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to hit them. one of
2: those like you're cool, you're cool. Fuck you, Triple H. I'm fucking out of here. I'm <laughs> <And then laughs> just leaving,
1: dude. Oh
0: man. Meanwhile, Pat, we're, we're not going to know. We're not going to know here. what. Maybe, what I, I, with I, that, guess, I guess this is, is news. Uh, Triple H officially announces entering retirement this week. Oh yeah, that did. Did,
1: did you see what Ryback said about it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Ryback's was, a fucking asshole.
3: I, was, I, was, I, was, I got <laughs> auto blocked on Twitter, quote tweeting Ryback, because I was like, how could you be such a. I was just like, it's honestly amazing that you're such a lame fucking person. Yeah, and he, he is, has. Like... I want everyone to know that Ryback has safety mode enabled on Twitter. So.
0: Oh, so as you, soon as you go at him, it's like. <laughs> so, as soon
3: as you do an auto block. So I'm like, that is such a frail fucking ego of a man.
1: In real time, I'm tweeting fucking dork at Ryback. <laughs> Give it a few minutes. Here's to hoping. Here's the hoping. Let's see. I'll let you really know. Like it's so fast! That was so fast! <laughs> Holy fuck! That was amazing! Yeah,
2: t- Twitter's on the job, brother! My <laughs> <laughs> Just going
3: at it, but once again, like, how are you going to be here being like, I was picked on and I didn't get a fair shake, and then fucking that happens, and you're like,
2: Yeah, the only thing you fucking he, shook up with CM Punk's bones. He Fuck basic,
3: hell. he basically was like, No offense, but like, I'm glad this fucking happened to you, and then yeah. like have fucking like auto ban on your like that's how fucking hated you are that you have to have Twitter auto block people because you, you're, you're a fucking bitch. terrible. You know, you're
2: a bitch. Whenever control your narrative doesn't even want your
0: they bitch ass.
2: <laughs> you like, hey, bro, we're, we have a room that you can just talk shit to us. You auto block people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, if bring the real world into the pod, but did y'all see what Ethan just texted? <laughs> you no,
2: know
1: what'd he say?
0: <laughs> He's worried that we're talking in this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God.
2: We love you, Ethan. We, were uh, never. we love you. So we
1: would never. Oh my god! Um, yeah, dude, that was impressive. You said give it a few minutes. It was immediate. It took no time. Twitter was like, ah, no, like. Well, <laughs> I, don't know how, I
3: don't know how fast it went on mine because I was I was honestly hoping because I just I want to get blocked by him anyways. But like, I checked it a little
1: while later and I was like, oh, I got all of blocked. Dude, it was immediate. Wow. I'm sh- shocked. Uh, what what a loser. Um. So, yeah, we have that. We have Shane McMahon coming back to the WWE, apparently. How about that, y'all?
0: Eventually. Next champion.
2: What if (laughs) Seth Rollins' opponent is someone completely random and Cody Rhodes comes back when Shane comes back and attacks him? We get Cody
0: Rhodes and Shane
1: McMahon. I wish I could give credit to him. What if that was part of Cody's thing? He was like, I need Shane. Like, that was like part of his deal. (laughs) (laughs) You don't, you don't get the white man unless him. you
3: get the OMAC. Uh, so, <laughs> Shane's I, <laughs> the one who possessed him. It was me all along. <laughs> <Tony>. <laughs> so, someone, someone, I don't know who said it on Twitter and I feel bad. I'll have to go back and eventually give them credit. But someone was like, Seth's in the ring and he's like, Who the fuck's my opponent? And then fucking here comes the money comes on. And then, like, he walks out and everyone's like, What the fuck is Shane? And then, like, he, like, gets, like, fucking kayfabe injured, like, walking out somehow, and then Cody takes his fucking spot. And I'm just like, hear me out. I just want Shane McMahon. I don't even <laughs>
1: want Cody anymore. I want Cody with the Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Iron Man entrance. That's—I want Cody to fucking sail over top of people. That's what
0: I want. I want Cody Rhodes— He to have, like, a flaming guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Like this is completely his moment.
3: But... <laughs> Gonna have random people
1: diving in the fucking pool. Just So here's the thing, dude. You show up to WrestleMania and it's just one big AEW dynamite like se- like setup, and, and then that... the center comes up real slowly with like the hell in a cell theme. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Wrestling has more than one royal family. Like that's how they—that's how they introduce him. He's just one large centerpiece that gets picked up.
0: He comes out he riding has, a horse.
1: It's got, a mess. He's got
3: the rocks flamethrower and he burns AEW's sign. Like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I was thinking,
0: like, what are they gonna do? It's
2: like his entrance has gotta do a stab at AEW. You know they're gonna do yeah. that but it's like, what is he going to do? What can you do? I'm the, the real, real elite. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I don't know what do he yeah, said. Like, I don't know. Uh, what. The... Like, yeah.
2: Age drop,
0: you know? Vince
1: McMahon says, the elite free agent. You know, good shit. It'll be good. He has all Doorcast the
3: pieces shit. from his throne that he dissembled, and he has to put it together.
0: That's part stop. of his interest.
3: It just, it just
1: shows a Minecraft character building a fucking throne. Turns out it's Cody Rhodes.
2: <laughs> what if Cody came out to Motorhead song? <laughs> like came out to Triple H's theme song. It was like, never mind, <laughs> never mind. I was gonna say something really bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> never
0: mind. Oh, uh,
1: so they gar- they have a hologram, <laughs> Lemmy.
0: We'll get to that. Dude, <laughs> Oh we'll
1: no. we'll, oh, we'll get God. to let me play an N Triple H at WrestleMania oh, twenty one because it fucking rocks. It's uh,
2: so y'all are going to Dallas this week. Y'all are going are. to uh, a lot of a lot of wrestling events. Which ones are y'all most
0: excited for? Bloodsport. Uh God I mean this Joey Janellas. I'm kinda excited for World Lucha. I'm really excited for Royal Lucha. Like, Royal Lucha is going to be like, this is just this is so much going on, yeah, bro. Like, had- I don't even know. Kind of. And I was like, like There's just so much. I've oh, never been so excited in my life to do anything. This week's going to be off. Awesome.
1: I can't wait for you to not have a worry in the world because I'm going to be driving our worthless asses around Dallas, Texas like psychopaths. <laughs> um, Is there anything else that we wanted to add? Is that it? Was that the week of wrestling?
2: Uh, um, we're probably forgetting something. Yeah, fuck it. Like it the, our Cody oh, King's dude! Over. Tomorrow,
1: AEW Dynamite in Columbia, South Carolina. Apparently, Tony Khan's announcing a new women's wrestler I'll in AEW. Know. It fucking yeah. better be Athena. That or Mia Yim, right? Maya Yim, whatever the fuck her name yeah. is? Yeah. <laughs> I heard with Keith Lee on Those the same roster. It's gonna go well. It's gonna be good stuff. She rocks. I mean, I
3: I wanted to to be there, but also.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of an adjacent thing, right? Um, (laughs) In my notes. We cover all
3: types of entanglements on this podcast. In my
1: notes for this, (laughs) I mentioned the Chris Rock-Will Smith debacle. Oh, I
0: like that debacle. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, unstoppable, That's a total the, the unstoppable.
1: I just remember that from like the WWF WrestleMania game. Anyway, up and for all your up and over podcast merchandise. At up and over Pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. That's where you'll find all of our personal social media as well. So if you say, you know, we suck or we're great or whatever, uh, just let us know there. Send us screenshots of
3: you getting auto banned by uh, Twitter on Ryback's account.
1: Yeah, dude, we'll follow back everybody who sends us the uh, the auto block. It's going to be good. Um, Yeah, this week we are covering WrestleMania 21. WrestleMania goes Hollywood from uh, the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. In uh, 2005, April 3rd to be exact, 20,193 in attendance. Uh, Lillian Garcia sings us in with America the Beautiful. The entirety of the promo package was insane and was done really well. And it was super fun. Uh, with wrestlers filling in an iconic movie scene roles. Heidenreich was immortalized in the promo package. Don't know if y'all caught that, but I certainly did. Uh, the meat of the promo package was Stone Cold Steve Austin as Gladiator. He said, I am the master of the middle finger, chief ass whooper of sorry sons of bitches, beer drinker among beer drinkers, trust her of no one, and I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. Uh, then he says that his name is Stone Cold Steve Austin, and tonight he unleashes hell. Uh, we jump right in to a fantastic match. We have Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. And even with 2022 eyes, this felt like a perfect way to start WrestleMania if these guys aren't in your main event scene. Started out early. They're two perfect like competitors. They're great at what they do. Uh, Rey and Eddie are the tag team champions at the time, but Chavo got in Eddie's ear and built up the notion that, well... Maybe Eddie can't beat Ray. And so that's where we ended up here. Um, This was a lot of fun, man. Uh, Ray gets slingshot over the top rope early on, and he just fucking floated like Spider-Man for a little bit. looked awesome. Um, There were a few dives to the outside, the best of which was a corkscrew dive from Ray that had me sit up and, like, about rip my shit off uh, because I was so excited. Um, Mysterio eats a ton of suplexes, with Guerrero eventually landing the Three Amigos before barely missing on a frog splash. Eddie counters a West Coast pop into, like, a nasty powerbomb for near fall, and the crowd is mega-split. Yeah, dude.
2: Right on. (laughs) It was... The
1: crowd is straight down the middle between Ray and Guerrero. Uh, Ray gets the flash pinfall victory after a Hurricane Rana, and post-match, the two men shake hands. I went three and three quarters. I thought it was a fantastic way to open the card, and we are going to start this week's episode with Casey.
3: I don't have a super crazy amount of stuff written down, because you kind of covered all of it. Um, I I still think it's fucked up that this opened, because, like, I feel like nothing for a while really o- over the top like beats it. Because, like, yeah, we have, you know, our money in the bank and everything, but that's like a still, it's a gimmick match, so there's a lot of extra fluff to make that match look good. But like for just a straight wrestling match, it's fucking wild that they started with this. But yeah, it's great, it that fucking that powerbomb counter is just disgusting. I like, re, I had already watched it, I re watched it again this morning just to refresh it cause it's been a Couple of days since I watched it again, and it's fucking gross. Like it, <laughs> he had no right slamming him, slamming him down that hard. Um, I gave it a four. It was a great match. It was a great opener. I think that they set a bar pretty high that a, quite a few things don't hit at all.
1: I like it, <laughs> Cortland. Uh, I like this match. I went a little low on it
2: because I've watched a lot of their matches and I know what they can do. Uh, I feel like WrestleMania for some of these like kind of like blood feuds, you know, like the rivalries that last a lifetime or an entire career, a lot of those matches sometimes don't hold up on the biggest stages just by pressure alone. Um, I don't know if it's exactly this match that it reminds me of the most that, that happens with. But I feel like they've had better matches for sure with each other. So I went three and a half. However, there's a lot of good stuff. Like early on, there's a deep arm drag from Eddie that just throws Ray, man. And you, the echo of his feet hitting the mat in that arm drag is so loud in that room. Like the whole crowd went hush. Um, the the powerbomb is devastating in itself. Uh, Eddie and Ray just know each other so well. The timing and him moving from Frog Splash, Eddie's counter, the 619, um, they just know each other so well that it just kind of moves fluidly no matter what. Um, And we know what comes after uh, this, which is just very wild, but I feel like they have matches after this. (laughs) Uh, encounter that are <laughs> better than this match. Like if I remember correctly, there's a match on SmackDown that I put up there with like four and a half, four and three quarter stars. And uh, I mean, it's a great opener for WrestleMania. I wish it yeah. would have been a little cooler, but you know, it's well,
3: it's, a, it's just a it's like a it's an it's the opening match, but there's also nothing really at stake. Because like, yeah. it's but, like I mean, I mean it's, it's cool though. Yeah, because that's the thing. I'm like, I'm like, for it being, champion. but like, for it just being a pure like, we don't really have anything going on, but we're gonna have these two go at it for like just their opener. Like, I feel like it's it does its job, it's especially because it's like, yeah, yeah, like well, there's not a there's not a tag team title on the line on this entire yeah. card. So like, this being yeah. the only time you actually see the tag team champions, it's them going against each other. I'm like, fuck it, they did great. Yeah.
2: I like it. I just, uh, you know, I don't want to take away from it because yeah. it is a, a great opener. It's a great match. But, I mean, I've seen better. So,
1: yeah.
2: i rated them better. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to go too high on this on ones yeah. that I think are better. That's
0: good, fair. So. Pat? Uh, I went three. <coughs> Sorry. I no went bomb. three and a half stars as well. Um, I could go three and three quarters. I don't know. i just like for like the same thing Corbin said, like I've seen them wrestle better matches in this. I did like this match as an opener though. Um, a lot, honestly, I liked how it, it I felt like this match as an opener made the pay-per-view itself flow more except for being existing. But like, I just felt like it made it flow more for me. You just have people hype off the beginning and then you get the next match. I don't know. It, I just, it worked for me. Um, I think Ray was fly as fuck. I think he, that was one of Ray's fly spits that he's had. I like his like Mexican inspired stuff, like clothing wise. Versus know. all, I feel his like ones.
1: you could tell that he puts more care into those. Mm-hmm. Pieces, oh, yeah. You know, um, yeah, it was sick. Uh, we much get a backstage, better much better than what I... Daredevil,
3: bro. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I love that Daredevil one. <laughs> Looks so it's bad. so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's Like a
2: fucking six-year-old running around hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we, we get a we
1: get a, a backstage segment with JBL, Orlando Jordan, and the Basham Brothers. Uh, they're walking backstage, and they come across Ric Flair and Triple H. And Triple H goes, oh. "I don't know what this segment was trying to do, but it buried Dude. the fuck out of JBL." Because I... Triple, Triple H just says, "Look, Nate." It's the wrestling god. What a joke. (laughs) Fucking gross is
3: Once again, Triple H has the most ridiculous fucking Lemmy from Motorhead fucking facial hair. And he's like, look at this fucking loser. Like, (laughs) let's clean cut dickhead, like, (laughs) (laughs) chomping on his gum. I love this
2: program, man. I love this shit. Even when I remember watching this. As a kid, because I always wanted them to face, but like, you just knew it would never happen. It was two hills, two completely different shows, two completely different champions. You feel like they were in two completely different universes, you know. But like, just this little interaction where they're like, "Oh, I guess we'll see who's the champion at the end of the night." Like, yeah. it's so good, it's because like, because it just has all those levels. JBL being like, "I've never lost a championship," but here you are and when you lose it for the 10th time it's tough i'll still be champion yeah. and it's just like it's so good because triple H is like you really think you're that good and jbl's face is he genuinely believes when he said that shit he's like i am that fucking good <laughs> and he's like oh all right well goddamn yeah. i guess he's
1: that good <laughs> all right. it turned into a really like awesome tense moment there it's um, really cool yeah then we get a quick shot of adam sandler and rob schneider in the crowd
0: which... Yo, yo! Behind them, behind them, they didn't talk about him. But behind them was Apple from Black Eyed Peas.
1: Really? Huh. Sitting
0: literally right behind. Them. <laughs>
1: um, Adam Sandler comes up in my notes later. By the way, spoiler alert. Um, then we move on to our inaugural Money in the Bank ladder match. We have Chris Jericho versus Chris Benoit versus Christian with Tyson Tomka versus Shelton Benjamin versus Edge versus Kane. Hope you got all that. Um, I'm right here, I said. Oh, like, my notes are, oh, man, this was the inaugural Money in the Bank ladder match, and my hope was that it held up 17 years later, because I haven't really watched this match a ton. Um, I don't really remember whether or not there was, like, a clear-cut winner walking into this, but, like, with fresh eyes, all of these guys could have won it, (laughs) Um, which was cool. I feel like that's not something that you see nowadays. But this was pretty violent, considering, um... Benoit hits a German suplex on Jericho and it's one of my favorite spots always. He has the ladder and he eats a German and throws the fucking ladder like a nutcase <laughs> Good stuff I love it um Shelton Benjamin showed the fuck out man this was his breakout yeah. moment really uh the dive over the top rope the t bone to edge off the top of the ladder oh, man. uh the run. Uh, with the clothesline there. Like, he just went wild. Um, the Tomco interference felt so dumb. Um, my note actually says, the Tomco interference felt so fucking dumb. What's that dork up to nowadays? Anyway, Benoit's flying headbutt from the top of the ladder on the cane uh, had L.A. losing their oh. fucking minds.
2: Dude, the zoom in on that is so when great. Because he, his hid, stitches and he turns, Like, he turns just right at the yeah. camera, dude. Oh, the camera just... I can just imagine the trip, like zoom, zoom, zoom in, and like get in, get in, and like you just God, see this one trail of blood, oh, and it just man. it just slowly this opens just like he has <laughs> this, this face that's just like you see all like everything in his face just tensing up. He's like, "There's no way that shit didn't hurt you, bud. No.
1: That shit hurt." Yeah, his selling of the diving headbutt is one of my favorite sells of all time. Yeah, uh, like his like little like is that uh, <laughs> uh, so sick. I love it. Um the chair shot to uh Benoit's arm from edge is horrible uh, like, like horrifying sounding. Um and then <laughs> edge picks up the win after that chair shot which sounds like it just fucking sounded like a gunshot. Yeah. Um it was great. I loved this match. I thought it was awesome. All the guys looked phenomenal in this 4 and a quarter. It was everything I wanted it to be. Cortland.
2: Uh I really enjoyed the entrance for Kane here. Uh, because you get the ladders on fire, he comes out and like it's like he didn't know that it was happening, and he just looks over at the ladders and they're on fire, and he's like, This is sick! <laughs> <laughs> he just has like the coolest smirk on his face. Uh, and he walks out, and then everyone runs up the ramp to attack him, which I thought was really cool. It was a nice change of pace. It's the biggest dude in the match. Go ahead and work him down, make sure he doesn't get to the ring. Uh, so that's a really cool spot. Obviously, Shelton Benjamin shows the fuck out here, um, which is really, really cool shit. It's surprising that he didn't get more in WWE, especially around this time. Like, it feels like they gave him that match with Sean on Raw. Um, and then after that, they just like just right, decided like, that you know. he wasn't anything but like above mid-card pay-per-view material, which is just crazy. Uh, Benoit reversing a choke slam for the Crippler was really cool for me. Uh, Edge is the perfect asshole in this match. Uh, I remember this was the like really the moment that I was like fuck Edge. Growing up, you know, because <laughs> so I was always like, oh, I've always liked Christian more and all that hoopla, you know. But uh, I remember being like, oh, Edge is kind of sick, and then this heel shit started happening, and I was like, I just don't buy him as a heel yet. And he hit Benoit in the arm with a chair. And this whole crowd is losing their shit for him. And, oh, man, I was so mad as a child. Um, <laughs> I, I remember vividly being pissed about this. Uh, but it's fucking great. This Money in the Bank holds up better than a lot of them do. Um, like, I put this one in the CM Punk's uh, win, probably, like, side by side. Um so I really enjoy
0: this one. I'm, I give it 4 and a quarter.
1: I like it. I like it. Pat. What you got I there, went
0: man? 4 flat. Um but I do love this match. I don't I guess sports not a bad rating. What the fuck? No. Um but yeah, I I, I do love this match. It's obviously the first money in the bank and for it to be the first money in the bank it kind of went in my opinion as well as it could have been for them like it's the first time they've ever done this shit and like, you know, we've seen a lot of shoddy ass money banks since then. But, like, you know, not, it's it's just a really, really good match. I would say I like King's entrance. is one of my favorite with the flaming ladders and him just being surprised. And I like them chasing him down in the beginning to, like, get him out of the ring. But I didn't like too much else of what he did in this match. Yeah. um, The clothesline from the top rope just seemed – I don't know, man. Maybe I'm talking shit because it was cool. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm replaying it in my head. i like, all right, it's cool. But I don't know. I don't really enjoy Kane that much in this match. I love Shelton Benjamin. I love Chris Jericho's match. Yeah, and I do remember like, I do remember like after this match as a kid like hating Edge's guts. Yeah, I remember that shit because I wanted Chris Mihal to win this shit so fucking bad, and this fucking asshole. Like, I remember this shit like hating his guts, and then yeah, like and then for playing, like, you, you just hate years. like if you really think about your childhood after that, you hate Edge for like the no, next seven yeah. years. <laughs> like, yeah, it was
2: like you just dealt
0: with him being an asshole. Like, and you deal with all this shit,
2: and he finally catches it after the New Year. And it's like, I fucking hate that guy. Like, how could he do this to us?
0: Yeah, it's, 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 man, I do, I, I really like this WrestleMania a lot, man. It just like brings, I just remember this one like from a kid's perspective because it was one of the ones that I was the most excited about because they yeah. they I mean they made it a spectacle man. They made it like it was a fucking movie. Like it was real yeah. shit. <laughs> like,
2: yeah. Oh yeah, um, the edge and uh Christian concerto like with the ladders was really cool. Like the crowd really loved yeah. them working as a team again. So I like that.
1: Yeah. Um I just feel offended that Kane took a back bump off of the top of a ladder and yeah. you weren't entertained. <laughs> That he man gets punched, whoa, 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 and fucking eats shit. And you're just like, yeah, I didn't really like what he did. Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> he's huge! Just yeah. going, no, 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 like, <laughs> what? Anyway. <laughs> K- Casey. <KC. laughs>
0: Jesus Sorry.
3: Christ. Um, I also give it a four. It is, I think, like, objectively, it's like one of the best. Money in the bank ladder matches. Um it is like it is one of those where it's like I, I agree on the side where it's like the first time ever seeing it, he's like, fuck Edge. But watching it now like watching it now and knowing like this became like how he is the yeah. ultimate opportunist, like he literally shows it in the fucking match where he's like, I'm gonna wait until the guy who has a bum shoulder and has been working this, so the whole match is gonna fucking win i'm gonna beat him with a chair and then steal it from him like it like sets it up perfectly um yeah it's it's great though i do i will say though i did not think that they needed to have kane jump off the fucking top turnbuckle and do a fucking dive on everyone like that was not necessary we did not need <laughs>
0: He oh, almost the killed Shawn Benjamin too. <laughs> you know man, cool? He almost literally He tried to choke him out the ring. My man's whole fucking ankle gets caught in the ropes. He's just dangling and shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's like, like, and he was close to it. He <laughs> was like, "Oh shit!"
3: <laughs> I will say the one part that probably, and since you guys brought it up, the one part that does irritate my soul is that they gave after this match they gave Shelton the Kofi treatment where Kofi does all the spots in Royal Rumbles, it was Sheldon does them for all the money. Like, you knew if Shelton was in the Money in the Bank match, he was going to do some fucking weird, crazy shit that no one's seen anyone do before. And, like, I always hated it because I'm like, he was, like, he's so good. (laughs) And then you just stuck him in this, like, little corner, and you're like, go do your weird fucking, your weird ladder walks and shit, and then go sit in catering again. But, Yeah.
1: I don't know if you can tell, but we love Shelton Benjamin here on the Up and Over podcast. Yeah, love Shelton, ben. no Shelton hate here. Um, okay, well, um, I can tell you that we're going to hate on this next segment because we have Eugene make his way down.
2: I'm going to be real with you. I didn't watch this. I'm <laughs> kidding, right? Dude, I'm the fuck out of this. <laughs> I feel like it's problematic, so I just skipped over
1: it. Oh, it is. It is. He loves the word. Uh, don't the word. Don't do it we don't have it, the
3: politically incorrect word for little people
1: he loves the m word uh while talking to the crowd about how great a dude goes wild with it says it a hundred times uh, mind, Muhammad you, you, and- mind you
3: once again oh this is a person that's supposed to have special needs like the whole thing from start to end is just bad Misery. just bad we
1: Alright, yeah. well Muhammad Hassan and Davari come down to ruin the fun. <laughs> hot take. Hassan would have been uh he would have had a great run if the plug didn't get pulled on him. Thought he was gonna be fine. Um
0: He says All really bad joke. Oh.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> Nothing. Nothing Patreon account coming soon. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: Dude. He says uh, if he wasn't going to be given a WrestleMania moment, he was going to create one himself. He beats up Eugene and locks in the camel clutch, and out comes Hulk Hogan for the save. This was the fucking shits. The best part of this entire segment was Adam Sandler on his feet with a shit-eating grin, clapping for Hulk Hogan. Made me laugh. I love you, Adam Sandler. Um, Then we get Randy Orton versus The Undertaker. I just, Dude, I who bad. the
3: fuck looked at this and was like alright so we're gonna go Eddie Ray Money in the Bank that segment and then we're gonna do the fucking taker match like who the fuck <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna stack
1: wrestling matches that are fucking objectively three great word and man. three words such good shit <sighs> um this started, so all right, this started because Orton slapped Undertaker and disrespected him. My first note is Orton slapped taker and he walked so that Will Smith could run with his slap um I told you, I reference and I feel bad this is all back to back uh, but this was great. this was awesome. I loved it. uh Orton played the scared but not scared heel really well. Um, Taker really played getting pissed off with Orton's antics uh, and the crowd was eating out the palm of their hand, man. They loved it. Uh There's some great near falls throughout this. Actually, K- Casey and I talked about Bob Orton's interference uh and how the crowd was pretty convinced that Orton was taking this. Like that near fall after Bob Orton's interference was firstly razor thin. Yeah. Taker waited <laughs> till 2 and 15 sixteenths to kick yeah. out um and the crowd was going fucking bonkers uh the rko counter is forever going to be the coolest thing uh he obviously had smoother ones later on but like this one is like ah you know taker's
3: also just a big fucking dude like dude, it's, yeah. it's hard to get that kind of that literally that one out of nowhere where he's they're both ah, this like, close. They're this yeah. close to each other and he's got
1: to get up and then push him and like it's yeah, like, all in all, Not bad. So the two count had people losing their minds. Uh, the RKO counter happened. Taker won via a reverse tombstone. I thought this was excellent. I went three and three quarters. Pat.
0: I went four flat. Um, I, I love this match, man. I've always liked it. It's like one of my favorite Taker and, uh, one of my favorite Taker matches, period. I always forget about it because I don't... I haven't seen it, like, recently. So it's cool watching it today, but I've always loved this match. Um, I this was I was a fucking huge reigning Orton Mark when I was a kid, man. He was just the greatest thing since fucking sliced bread. And mm-hmm. him finally getting that WrestleMania match with Taker, like, it was just like... Can I say something that might sound blasphemous? Good. Sure. I don't like Undertaker doing a, a Dragon Sleep. I've never liked... Um. Uh, or, gate. Yeah, the hell's get. Ga- I don't fucking. I, I, I don't think you're talking I, about
1: like behind the back dragons. I
0: yeah.
3: think fucking. Oh,
1: oh, okay, got you, got you, got
3: MMA pure striker takers, fucking awful.
1: Yeah, but this is just a dragon sleeper. I know yeah. all
0: of it, though. Like, Jesus.
1: why don't you like the dragon sleeper?
0: I don't like him doing it. I like the dragon sleeper it's one of my favorite moves. I just don't like him doing it. 'Cause he's just, an awkward person. He's kinda just
2: tall. And unless someone's like six three, six four, they they're too short to take it. But like if you're also that tall, why are you no one's gonna be able to bend back that much if they're that tall, you know? Yeah. He's just huge. such a big guy. <laughs> uh. It's like Kevin Nash trying to do it. Like
1: it's just it would look yeah, I was just awkward. thinking Your of thing. Kevin Nash right before we went live. The chances
3: he just tore his quad thinking about it, though.
1: Oh my god!
0: God damn, man! All right, I'm Pat. Ho- back
1: to where you were saying. So you didn't like the Dragon Sleeper, but what? Uh, what did you like about it? The uh match.
0: Well, my favorite spot of the match was the, the 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 choke slam reversal to the RKO. I thought that's that's one of my favorite RKOs, Like, period. Uh, it annoys me that you don't ever really see it in these RKO clips that everybody does. They're like, oh, the fucking flipping, the goddamn Seth Rollins. That shit was the OG one. That was the OG. I don't know. What- what the fuck is going on, RKO? And I, I always fucking love that shit. And I, I always love this match. I think uh, Randy Orton. You know, I, I, I'm gonna get this niggas flowers any fucking second, any fucking day. Randy Orton, my favorite wrestlers of all time. Always know.
1: Casey, I uh,
3: I also went four on it. I I had told Mike this before we got on that I think it's I for sure in my top five favorite. Of, like, the streak matches. It's a great one. And, like, yeah, I I don't... I mean, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, I could have sworn at one point in time, like, they had talked about, like, Randy was potentially the guy to take the streak from... Like, that he was the original one. I'm like, you can literally see it in this one. They're like, well, we're gonna... We're not gonna do it, but we're gonna fucking sure as shit make people believe that it's a possibility. Mm -hmm. Because, like, yeah, that as soon as Bob gets involved and he gets hit with the cast, everyone in that crowd's like, they're fucking gonna, <laughs> he's gonna steal this shit and yeah, they lose their fucking minds when he kicks out um yeah, I mean I love it honestly, I, I always kind of play in my head like the what if, cause this is still like, very legend killer like time where it's like, this is This would have sent him to the fucking just a different planet. If he if he actually if they did give it to him. And I I'm just gonna say in defense of Seth Rollins out of nowhere when he launches that fucker so high. (laughs) Like I know it's an overplayed clip now, but he fucking launches that bitch. (laughs) So yeah, I it's good. I love it.
1: In in real time, that Seth Rollins clip is fucking bonkers.
2: Oh, dude, when I watched it live, I lost
1: my fucking mind.
2: I was like, that's the best RKO of all time. Yeah, and he
1: knew I it. Really he got up that. and fucking... Oh, dude, everything about it was good. Cortland, yeah. what do you have on this match, though?
2: There's a lot of stuff I love about it. Like I said, this is my top. This is in my top five taker matches for Mania. Uh, I went four and a quarter on this match. Uh, Bob Orton getting involved, making it so believable that Orton can get over Bob using the cast still and him... Still having the cast is one of the best kayfabe things of pro wrestling ever. Uh, his arm's still broken. It's been 40 years. Who knew? Um, <laughs> it is fucking great. Uh, Taker, probably one of my favorite spots in this match. Taker goes for the Snake Eyes. In this match, Does does like, his Snake Eyes, big boot, leg drop, like the yeah. whole sequence.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, once he gets to the leg drop, Orton does one of his snap uh, scoop slams. And I think it's like one of the first times that Taker went for like that sequence, like the comeback sequence at Mania, and it was reversed. So, like, uh, just seeing that happen, the crowd losing their shit over it was really cool. Uh, obviously, the catch RKO and the choke slam's great. I love Randy Orton's eyes in this match whenever uh, the tombstone is reversed. I think it is one of the best captured moments in Wrestlemania uh because the eyes tell the story man and it's just his face going oh to pull that out. <laughs> yeah just him being like oh man here it comes and it just being flipped it's it's great man the crowd's reaction to Orton doing the cut throat is fantastic um it's just dude it's all kinds of good shit you get the you get everything you want out of it, man. You get the choke slam. You get the last ride. Bob Orton gets involved. You believe it. There's near falls, and you get Taker getting that 13 win, man. Everybody wanted to see the streak continue, yeah. and we end up seeing some of the best wrestling matches talked about for probably the rest of our
0: lives. Yeah. And it continues. Can, I, can I ask a question. Does anybody who who produced who booked this? Like who produced this WrestleMania? Does anybody know?
1: I uh, have no idea. I bet I can find it, but I have no idea.
0: Probably one of them go works. Because I mean, I, I, it just popped in my head that like this match happens, and then we get like which y'all couldn't y'all waited till later on in night to do that goddamn sumo match. But anyway.
3: <laughs> oh, bud, I'm telling you, man. You look at this and you're like, we're gonna stick some weird shit after all this good stuff,
1: though. <laughs> Um. Th- oh, God. <laughs> uh, the, n- the next match. <laughs> Once again. Trish Stratus defending her women's championship against Christy Hemi with Lita in her corner. I'd like to preface with this. I love Trish Stratus. I would die for Trish Stratus. This Power. fucking sucked. This was ass. It was so bad. Christy Hemi had no reason to be in a WrestleMania match. She was only out there because Lita got injured. This was fucking atrocious. Um, This sucked so bad that it made the LA crowd shut the fuck up. And that crowd was so hot all night. I
3: want want you to know I watched this pay-per-view twice and I forgot it was on the card both times.
1: (laughs) Um, We get a chick kick for Trish to retain with. My final note is: Thank God.
3: Um... <laughs> it was so bad. Hold on, you're gonna sk- <laughs> you're gonna skip over the uh, botched three count that uh, gets that gets that gets a really late ki- really late kick out, then into the chick kick.
1: Buddy, there was a moment in this match, and I can't tell you where it was. Because this thing is a conglomeration of bullshit in my brain. But there was a moment. Where I went, what the fuck am I watching? like what's happening? How would we get here? We we're doing so well, and we got here <laughs> it It's a single star, Casey, what do you have
3: uh, yeah, it um I didn't miss uh Jerry Lawler's commentary.
1: Uh, immediately during the intros, like I like suspenders, (laughs) (laughs) fucking not wearing them but watching them. (laughs) Like, fuck you, you ass (laughs) motherfucker!
3: Like immediately, I was like, ah, god, I'm so glad (laughs) we're just not doing this right now. So
1: well, getting away from. I think it's
3: literally why all like the the episodes we've done that haven't pinned Jerry Lawler era have been so great for us. Is because we haven't had to listen to it. Um. Yeah there's literally a It's a um, Trish goes for a roll up Christy reverses the roll up It is a clear as fucking day Three count And then Trish kicks out And then every one of the crowd's like That was fucking three Like I don't really know what we're doing here That's funny. Like, it, it was like the, I think the only time they made noise Cause they were like what the That's fuck funny. just happened yeah um they,
0: they didn't want to get Christian hit me that title at all they're like i don't <laughs> fuck if it's anybody's fucked up you're not getting a shit <laughs> start the match over we're
3: doing it again <laughs> yeah it, we'll give it a star because they went out and they gave it the old college try
2: Cortland <laughs> I have no notes I gave it a star
0: <laughs> 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 I gave it a star I give it a star just to be like everybody else. And because, like, no one really, looks, it's just, I, I can't be sexist right now. The only thing I remember from this match is Trish Stratus selling a low blow. And that what made me weak. The <laughs> only <laughs>
2: reason, The only reason this match happened was Chrissy Hemi was supposed to be getting on Playboy in the next couple months. And then he had to promote her. So the best way to do it is put her on the marquee. All
1: right. Well, here's the go. deal I want you to know that I talked myself up to a star, I definitely had three quarters of a star. An hour before we went live, oh, not a big deal. I wasn't even gonna rate it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, oh, don't worry,
1: I don't rate a couple things here in a little bit. It's fine. I think um, we
3: all just gave it the courtesy star because Mike did. The courtesy
1: star, fine, it's fine. We move on to a fantastic match: Shawn Michaels Mike, Mike, Mike,
0: Mike, 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 Tori Wilson, Don Murray.
1: Watching We're, that over yeah. this, this Watch- is <laughs> <of> bad. <laughs> This sure. was fucking oh, bad, I dude. I also
0: forgot
2: to mention, I just thought of it, uh, going back to the Orton and Taker thing. I know he moved on, but uh, there's a writing from Orton that he has said that uh, he actually missed a rehearsal the day before this mania. And he was supposed to talk over the match with Taker, and he never talked over it. And he ended up getting too drunk like the night before and he thought he was going to end up getting like the worst ass-whooping of his life. But apparently when he got in the ring, Taker just gave his ass a quick receipt and told him to move on. And they <laughs> went and did the match, barely talked about it, and that shit was still that good. I was trying to figure out who booked you? the match when you just- asked. So I looked it up to try to find the booker, and it was that story, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Gotcha, gotcha. I forgot You went that
1: all the way back... <laughs> Ignoring that match. Well, hold on, before we move on, uh, I know we just talked about this bullshit, but let's talk about the cool thing that happened before
3: that. <laughs> I want, I want everyone to know because he's only, va- he's only very seldomly shown his actual notes. But Corlin has a fucking legitimate pen and paper notepad, notepad that he writes his notes. Have on. it with you. This motherfucker said I didn't write any notes for this women's match. But here's a weird fucking fact that I remember in the back of my head.
1: <laughs> Do you have your notes with you, like in front of you, or no? <coughs> I use my phone now. Oh, he's so ah, good. dude. Oh, good. those early. Over,
2: oh <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> I like got like eight pages, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I forget that." When it's fucking thirty degrees outside, that I have arthritis, so like I I couldn't write anymore. So it turned into my phone. <laughs> all,
1: <laughs> and, right, all right, all that right, right. right, that, that is a shit show of that right. championship. We move That's into good. Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle. Uh, This is one of my favorite matches of all time.
2: Uh, I had just
1: rewatched it a couple months ago. Um, And it's a big shocker that it's one of my favorite because I love Sean. The feud started at the Rumble, both men eliminating each other from the match, and that's kind of how we ended up here. Um, And I'm pretty sure that in the build-up to this, Angle beats up Marty Jannetty, which is fucking hilarious this is how we
2: get sexy kurt yeah oh my god like
3: that anniversary just happened a couple days ago it's fucking great crazy yeah
1: um i said uh so thanks kurt you're lucky he didn't kill you that might need to be edited i don't you do what you want there marty just casual murder um the chain wrestling at the beginning of the match felt smooth and not forced. And I know Casey's going to have a tour. I literally, the next note, I'm sure Casey hated it. Not a joke. Dead serious. I did. Um, as this starts to heat up, Angle hits an angle a turnbuckle post on the outside. Um, and it looked great. Sean sold the fuck out of it. And then he works the back. Uh, the dueling let's go Angle, let's go Michael's chants are rather loud and add another match. Um Angle really works Michael's back through the entire match and Sean was so desperate to win that he kept like doing dumb shit to try to pull it out like he would just like I don't really care about my back right now let me just cross body to the outside like just going fucking wild Um the elbow drop from Sean Michaels had the crowd on their feet just for him to take a wild backbone. Made me laugh very hard. Um, Sean's crossbody to the outside caused him to land straight on his fucking head. Mm. Good lord. Uh, the constant counters heading into the stretch. The angle slam and then the avalanche angle slam. Uh, the sweet Uh-oh. chin music in response. And to top it all off, have Angle locking in that ankle lock for three three whole minutes. Um, and holding yes. on until he couldn't hold on anymore. Uh, and then you see Sean fighting with himself, <laughs> tap or not. And even when he taps, like, you see the disappointment in his face as he's doing it. He's like, God damn it, I need to do it. But I don't want to do it. Um, it rocked. And then there's a moment after where Kurt's posing with his arms in the air. And if you read his lips, he says, I'm the man. I'm the best in the business. And I thought that was a fucking funny thing that he said. <laughs> uh, oh, this- yeah. I'm sure that I'm higher than y'all. This was a four-and-three-quarter star match for me. I loved it. thought it was great. Um, Who did I go to last? I think this is Cortland this time, actually.
2: That. It is me. I went four-and-a-half. So we're just in the same ballpark, man. This match is fantastic. The only things I take away from it that I don't like now, uh, I think Sean Selling's a little much for me towards the end of this match. Uh, So I loved originally uh angle holding the ankle lock for so long and it taking for Sean to tap. But like the more like years later watching this and knowing all the shit you hear about Sean, it just it's not surprising that he pretty much no sold your finisher for three minutes straight. Uh he just sold that you're a good wrestler in the end. Um which is surprising because you didn't sell Kurt, as a wrestler in the beginning of this match, you kind of just, like, kept going and going. Like, I don't think Kurt had any form of offense for the first five minutes of this I'm match. Not, Shawn not,
1: Michaels not, renamed himself from Mr. Main Event to Mr. Headlock Takeover.
2: Yeah, oh, man. He just held the t- And, like, dude, and that right, shit's right. cool, man. You know, I, learned, I love slowing things down. But it just doesn't make sense if you're trying to sell someone as being who they are, an Olympic gold medalist. One of the greatest shoot wrestlers in the world, but your pretty boy's going to hold him in a
1: headlock, headlock for, for 10 God, minutes?
0: Dude, dude. Bro. It just doesn't do a whole lot oh.
1: Casey is about to blow a gasket <laughs> and he has to wait for Pat,
2: too. <laughs> 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 so besides this right i don't know if casey and i agree on this we probably don't uh so that last part but besides that i think there's a lot of good stuff in this like uh sean's selling the back is the main story of sean's second stint of his career right yeah um that's like the story of his matches from here on out which is fantastic you have something to rely on good for you um but like Kurt is just so great in this match, all the facial expressions when he finally locks in the ankle lock, the just him screaming so loud for Sean to tap, and it, it's so good, man. You can't get that anywhere else. Uh, the explosion, sweet chin music from Sean is so sick. That crowd ate that shit up. He pulled that shit right out of a video game. He hit left down and L one, and hit the <laughs> secondary finisher. And that shit was sick. He just slapped his arms away and kicked him. It was so good. Um, the avalanche angle slam was fantastic. I-, I love that Kurt Angle waited until about like 10 minutes in to finally start landing the belly-to-bellies. Uh, like, he, he finally did, worked the back. It was a back-to-back belly-to-belly, dude. It was yeah. like, boom, boom. He finally boom. worked the back, and it was like, all right, now I can do it. And he hits it, and the facial expression on Sean there is so good. Uh, he's like, like the realization of like, oh fuck, I haven't even started taking these yet. Yep. And you ain't even started wrestling yet, buddy. Like we yeah, <laughs> have uh, Kurt Angle drops the straps and then he puts them back on just to take them back oh, off right again. Wow. And I love when he does that shit, man. That's like the that's the sixth gear, Kurt Angle, and I yeah. I love that shit right there. Uh, so this all this all for me is four and a half stars. It goes up there with. One of
0: Kurt's best manias, yeah, for me, for sure. Pat, uh, I got, I'm going in between four and a half and four and three quarters. Like I initially went five. Um, shit, I'm gonna go five stars on it. Um, Hell I, it's, yeah. a, it's one of my favorite matches. Dude. Matches ah. like, you know, like when you, uh, you know, like when you, you play like little YouTube playlist or whatever, you're playing matches on YouTube, it's for some reason this match always fucking comes up. I feel like I've seen it so many fucking times and every time I sit there and watch it because it's just like, it's a fucking clinic, man. It's two of most people's favorite wrestlers just going the fuck out of doing as hard as they can fucking go. I will say this, I fucking hated the first 10 minutes of this match. I'm not gonna lie. It pissed me the fuck off. That's why I didn't go five initially, yeah. but Kurt's That's offense later on in the match made up for it for me because mm-hmm. I felt like he got his offense that you kind of – yeah, I was so mad watching this match back because it's just like he has him in this headlock. And, like, I mean, there is no blood circulation going through this man's body at all. Kurt Angle is essentially purple, like, eight minutes into this shit. He lets him go for, like, 30 seconds, and then what does he do? Another fucking one. And he, he keeps doing that shit for another t- – it was like, oh, man, I was so – I was getting really mad. And then he throws him out the ring, and I got even more mad. And, and it, I was getting really mad watching it. And then it just like mm. it just clipped. How me, can man. we forget? Shout out
2: the perfect moonsault from Kurt Angle in this match. Boom. I was
3: gonna talk about it. Yeah, I, I don't know if you got God, caught it. He yeah. actually clips Sean.
0: Yeah, because Sean, Sean rolls just towards the patient. turnbuckle
3: and he fucking clips his forehead like on his like kidney area. I was like. Eh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just it's just great, man. It's uh definitely a WrestleMania of like a WrestleMania moment, you know. For that me, at least. fucking like, lives up like to it's, yeah, like, and then some. Like it's it's just awesome, man. I love Kurt Angle, man, and I'm not the biggest Shawn Michaels fan, like as an adult, but I remember loving him as a kid. Mm-hmm. I just like it's not that I hate on Shawn Michaels. I just I don't know that nigga is really. I feel like he was Cody Rhodes before Cody Rhodes.
1: That's fair. Like just totally super
0: fair. super self indulgent. Mm-hmm. Everything was about him. And I feel like it was like that until you retired,
1: essentially. I love Shawn Michaels. Um, so you went five, Pat.
0: Yeah, i go five stars on it.
1: Good shit. Casey. Oh god. Um I already know what um, your rating is.
3: Well, so I, I, I'm gonna say the like kind of replaying into my head as everyone talked and how everyone talks about it. I'm gonna say from the second that they go from that like from the ring to the first time they go to the outside. From that point on, I'm giving this match a four. I had it rated a little lower than that, but like that part on, I love the fucking match. But the first like five, ten minutes of this match makes me so fucking angry. <laughs> first of all, you have Sean slap Kurt. And Kurt goes, okay. And fucking swarms Sean. And was like, I'm going to wrestle the shit out of this match, and Sean's like, I can't escape this motherfucker. Like, that's how fucking, like, on top of him he is. Mm. And at first, like, my brain kind of forgot this match. I was like, fuck, he's just gonna take this motherfucker down, and, like, this, it's just gonna be ground and pound from Kurt. Nope. 400 fucking headlock takeovers. And, like, when... (laughs) When Kurt actually slaps the fucking mat, like, the seventh time, and he's like, fuck, like, I was in the same boat as him. Like, it was... You can Why? see he was obviously like, getting annoyed. Girl, like, by the
2: second one, as soon as he got thrown into it, he'd grab his hair and like fucking yank his ass like, down. And he'd yeah. look at
3: him and be like, what are you doing? Why are we still here? It's like, what it, irritates me is like, it's, it. You got you're the crowd not, doing huge not
2: and you're not in the Carolinas. Move on.
3: You literally like. did spot. <laughs> I could. Okay. There's like certain things yeah. that like stylistically people will try to do. And it's like, well, they're trying it. It's not normally their forte, but, like, they're trying it. But, like, Sean isn't a fucking mat-based wrestler. That's like fucking Rey Mysterio going against Batista, and Rey is, like, suplex-stalling Batista. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Why are we fucking doing it for so long? I fucking hate it. But the rest of the match is fucking great.
0: Like (laughs) little ass. (laughs) It's a weird
3: fucking image in your head, because you're like, that's not normal. But, like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. But then, yeah, like, I... I do think that the ankle lock at the end was on for a little too long, but I do love the, like, desperation in it, though, because, yeah. like, Sean's, like, fighting that. it. He's fighting it forever. It. Kurt's rolling with it, and he's fucking torquing his knee every time he rolls, yeah. and he's like, tap, you son of a bitch. Like, he's fucking screaming this at him. But then, yeah, his tap is like, eh. Like,
2: it's, it's so it's,
1: fucking <laughs> white where he's like,
3: huh ah. ah.
2: Uh, yeah, it's like the most... Like, come the <laughs> fuck on, man. Like, you couldn't do, like, anything else. Like, any fucking thing else would have worked out great. But instead, you just decided to, like, wait on the camera, make eye contact with it, look at the crowd, drop your hand halfway each time, then you look at the ca- the camera again and just kind of lightly tap it. Like, sure. get the fuck out of here, man. That is the most, like... no, oh, never mind. Michaels I- That is the like most I- Sean Michaels shit. I, I also
3: just shit. want to give credit to the announcer table that fucking just bounced Kurt and Sean off of it. That was the most mm-hmm. reinforced fucking announcer table I've ever seen. Yeah, it, it rock. It like literally like leaned yeah. and like pushed them off and was like, I'm going right back to where I was. It it took all of that weight. It was like I'm okay. But yeah, it. But yeah, it, the first. I'm so glad that most of us agree that that first ten minutes is
1: painful
0: oh, it's fucking yeah, it's brutal just, man
1: it's slow um but it feels like the anger that i i told casey this earlier the anger that Kurt feels in those moments when he's like hitting the fucking canvas he takes out at the end in yeah. that ankle lock because he is fucking going for that ankle lock.
2: yeah you ain't fucking moving dude
1: no bud that's just um, sick. After that match, we get a Piper's Pit segment. I don't really have a, a ton of notes here. Piper and Austin get to doing their shtick. Carlito comes down and Piper and Austin do their thing. It was a silly segment, whatever. Um anything that anybody wanted to add there? Great. Um Aki Bono and Big Show have a sumo match. It fucking sucked. Anybody want to add anything?
3: Why? Negative one. Why?
2: They shouldn't did it. The, the,
3: the races question races is part. why? We did it. We Negative didn't fucking why? need it. We didn't need to see For Big Show's ass. In. Why? <laughs>
1: Dude, the best part about it was watching Big Show get thrown like a fucking boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dude, fucking humbling having...
3: experience, man. <laughs> dude, dude.
2: No, I remember buying this pay-per-view, right, on Time Warner Cable. Stole the shit out of that. TWC. But Pat Gwen bought me the DVD when it came out at Best Buy. Yeah, right? the
1: fucking trifold. Yeah. So,
2: I would always, for some reason, I would go, like, for the, a couple months, I would always go to sleep watching this DVD on school nights because it was just, I already knew what was happening, from going to sleep. I think I know where the story's going. So, I would <laughs> fucking wake up. Dude,
1: to instead this
2: of dumb ass Matt. Instead of George
1: <laughs> Every Lopez. Every
2: night.
1: Dude, instead oh of George Lopez, you're waking up to big show ass in your face. Oh my God, dude.
2: I hate.
0: This oh, so my <laughs> my. <laughs>
1: but every time that that like that noise hits, it's just Big Show's ass <laughs> hitting the ground.
0: Um, this I, man, he he was the- was fucking f- and I, <laughs> Okay,
3: we can have Floyd Imagine. Mayweather face fucking Big Show, but like, who the fuck really thought Imagine this was a Big great Show. idea?
2: Imagine Big Show in that Suna outfit on the casket being pulled by B- Big Boss Man.
1: <laughs> wow! Oh my God! Let's oh move on God. from Assless Chaps. Big Show. Um,
3: I me my fucking nightmares tonight.
1: We jo- <sighs> just, just
3: him getting pulled on a casket. <laughs>
1: dude that fucking we gotta make
0: would,
1: it we have thing, to make that video. the thing would come off man oh my full ass showing um we moving on we had our WWE championship as a co-main event uh John Bradshaw Layfield champion defending against John Cena um sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna give my notes and then I will not rate this until y'all rate
0: uh, oh, okay <laughs>
1: JBL touted himself as a wrestling god, and this flat-out fucking sucked. <laughs> uh, this was not good. Um, it, did, it, didn't offend, <laughs> it didn't offend me too much because it didn't eclipse 12 minutes. Uh, Cena did sell his ass off, but this was slow and plotting. <laughs> it...
0: Say what you just said again, dude. <laughs> yeah, hold on, I got this. Let's
1: start over. JBL touted himself as a wrestling god, and this flat out fucking sucked. This was not good at all. Uh, Cena did sell his ass off, but it was slow and plotting, and never really hit its gear. Um, JBL just kind of whooped Cena's ass until Cena decided he wanted to hit his moveset, hit an FU, and in him for the throw. Um, oh watching this in 2022, I'm shocked that they didn't pull the plug on Cena's push due to how fucking dog shit bad this match was. Mm. With that mm. said.
0: That's a good
3: point. Okay, please pass the to <laughs> or not Carla, to Corlin. Pat.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 Pat. Pat, let's start with you
0: um look dude i don't have a rating on this match um i'll give it right now two and a half stars i really don't give a fuck right. um, yeah. but um um look 2022 eyes objectively horrible 2005 eyes it did this exactly is the match that
1: this is the match that you want to put the belt on john cena for the first time this yeah. is the one this yeah. fucking sucked. We got
3: we had this, we had to shave a lot of time off because of the Aki Bono match, you know. We just
1: Dude, if you go back and rewatch the finish for this, the FU lands, nobody in the front row stands up on hard cam. They're like, yes, this not over. And it's like three and they're just like, what
0: the what fuck? the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just man. I don't know, man. I don't look, I said this to Alex earlier because we were watching this shit, and um it's like <laughs> This chain gang Cena shit and that whole shit is just so weird looking at now because it would never you can't do that shit now but like 2000 yeah you know, 2005 was cool 2000 it's like it's just weird it's just weird because John Cena should have never fucking worked. and it did and it just doesn't make fucking sense but when you look at it through 2005 eyes it made perfect fucking sense this was what motherfuckers wanted was. G-Unit was, like, the biggest thing in the fucking world. Yes. And you gave him that. But a light version of it. Like, I said earlier, right? John Cena was over in Black Households before he was over in the WWE. Like, it was just... (laughs) It's just weird, man, because that shit should have never fucking happened. Two and a half,
1: half, Pat?
0: Casey?
3: I am fucking... I am... Okay, I'm gonna. F- you to better commit, motherfucker. I'm defending the shit out of this right now. Okay. Dude.
1: So, backstory I want uh, you both to know that we are drastically different. Way different. On so one. much so that I said, I went, how about that co And he went, this is my rating. And I said, what fucking match did you watch? Because <laughs> I didn't watch
3: it. And I defended it then, I'll defend it now. So, backstory is like, summing it up, I had ended up getting bit by one of my dogs in the face. And during that summer time, I was high. I was bed I was I was bed rested for a while and one of my neighbors had had a recorded tape of it. Like they had bought huh. the pay-per-view, they they had taped it. And so they gave it to me. So I had watched this I've this is probably my second most watched mania after 17. Like this <clears throat> is unquestionably like just for nostalgia reasons, is probably my like my second favorite mania. I also, and I've said it a thousand times, at this time frame, I was pure SmackDown. I never watched Raw. I didn't have access to it. I only watched SmackDown. So I remember the whole build-up to this. I fucking fully remember Cena taking the fucking cowboy hat and being like, this is a nice 10-gallon hat. Let's see how much <laughs> it can actually hold. Pours the yeah, water and it throws it on his head. Like All of it's fucking great. So, like... My rating also includes the fact that I watched the whole the whole lead up to this Also, I miss the pumps I miss the pump up shoes so bad They're fucking stupid S- as shit
1: Stop before you give your rating I will give you the floor but I just need your rating before Casey says his uh, <laughs> Two and a quarter Casey give gave it a three and a half <laughs> 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 like I said,
3: object yeah, once off. again. We word, word life Cena, fucking fan of. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. G Unit, yeah, all the shit I fucking cool, loved. It was
0: fucking cool, bro. Like, it, I don't give a shit what worked, anyone
3: man. says oh because also it's like what came from it. Like like their whole feuds, fucking great. I don't give a shit. Yeah, match isn't really that great. To be honest, when I watched them this morning I had to rewatch this and the actual main event, and I almost fell asleep during one of them. It's not this one. Um, but, like, I, for nostalgia reasons, I love this fucking match.
1: Fuck it. Okay. Portland. Okay. the floor is yours with two and a quarter.
2: Cor- this match is whatever. It, it, gives you, <laughs> it gives you John Cena. It gives you the direction that you know we're going. JBL's out. Uh, I'll brush your mouth with cold gig He's, he's uh, JBL's looking a little older He's saying some fragrant shit In other countries Get the belt off of him so we don't have more PR problems Give it to John Cena The guy that <laughs> Says <laughs> sucker and suck dick Every fucking Thursday night on
0: VPN Told your girl she'd swallow Cause she sucked my uh, <laughs> You know, you know how I got well, it are fucking <laughs> uh, great shut up <laughs> Hey man
2: it, the the cool things I took away from this match, I love JBL as a heel. I always loved JBL as the WE champion. Uh, no one's going to take that shit away from him. I think the barbed wire, steel cage match is one of the best matches SmackDown's ever produced. Um, I think it is... JBL's work is unbelievable when it comes down to being a grimy piece of shit. Yeah, it worked. It is hard to find someone around this time that was as good as... Um,
0: yeah JBL yeah, you had, had legitimate hatred <laughs> yeah like you had
2: Triple H that people just didn't like cause you know he's the the chosen one and all this shit JBL's just a rich asshole and everybody knows a rich asshole they hate so like it worked great uh, JBL coming out to $100 bills with his face on it is one of the funniest things
3: Yo, for everyone it's listening awesome. to this if you fucking find any of those I will buy them I swear to God. Oh, I've,
1: I've searched shit. for
3: them. I have not found them. I want JBL Buck so bad.
2: Yeah, That's the Buck- coolest
3: fucking thing, dude.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, but, man, you get
3: two really
2: races. cool spinning neck breakers from JBL in this match that I wrote down. And JBL lays in some stiffs. And uh, <laughs> that's about it. You get the five moves of doom.
1: Your highlight Two fucking swinging neck breakers.
2: <laughs> Two stars. For just the neck
3: breakers.
1: Bro, the fucking pumps, man.
3: Fuck the pump, pumps. Pumps them up, bro. Yeah, right, pump.
0: well, uh, hey, pumps yo, are fucking great. Back, yes. We, we this shit.
3: Also, real Spoiler fast,
2: alert. Listen, I hate that shit because there was a kid in my school that used to do it. And he,
0: one time he, he did it. Again. And I pushed him over
2: because I was tired of him doing it all the time. Got
0: written up for us. So He's me. a little
1: bitch because he snitched. So fuck pump ups. That kid was smashing. That kid was. Would... <laughs> Spoiler alert! Everybody went higher than I did. Star you and a half. It. Yeah. Hell yeah! That's what I wanted to give it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: It was bad. We what? get it. Can I? Can I just bring something up real fast? That has nothing to do with this match. Why the fuck did we not have either set of tag teams being on the line or the fucking US title? Oh, I, re- I rechecked. Sure. I rechecked. On sure the, I there's nothing that, on the dude. dark. Yeah. <laughs> Aki Bono.
1: Aki Bono.
2: Where's the Intercontinental title?
1: I don't know Who what Intercontinental means. All I know is Aki Bono, <laughs> bud. <laughs> A star and a half. This was the liquid shits. It was terrible. I was offended watching. Uh, Your fucking all- rating
3: better be lower for this main event then. I, I love
1: this main asleep. event compared I to this. I
2: love this main event. This main event terrible. was
1: sick. I, love it. It I don't know,
0: if, did, did the like, it, Chris? The Hall of
1: Fame inductees have their moment of shine. We get the Iron Sheik. The fact that we get the Iron Sheik and Heidenreich on the same event. Woo that shit gets me juiced. Um, I'm just
3: gonna take your head and photoshop it on the Heidenreich's body and like that's put his head on
2: Michael Cole's body like, <laughs> <he's> <laughs> it
0: All right, fuckers, well, triple well, H You Rick don't know Black. how hard it is to be Michael. Uh,
1: <laughs> defending his world heavyweight championship against Batista. The build to this was fantastic. I can still remember watching that raw where Batista's in the hallway listening to Triple H and Ric Flair call him stupid. Oh. Oh, <laughs> and you get the thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, and then the ass whooping at the contract signing thing. It was great. Um and that, crowd, fuck that, that crowd incredible. came on like, food that, that night. <laughs> that crowd went bonkers. Um Triple H being played out to Motorhead just feels so goddamn right
3: Mike have you I don't think I asked you have you ever gotten the pleasure of seeing Motorhead live
1: no but I did see let me do this let me said <laughs> I didn't get you doing it baby I don't know why his <laughs> fucking microphone was so high so <laughs> wow I loved so it so I
3: asked Cortland and Pat while you were while you were getting ready if they hadn't they hadn't either I'm the only one that has and Motorhead's always been claimed as, like, the loudest band in the world. And really? I, uh, dude, holy yeah, it's shit. It's I've true. seen them live, and it it's borderline unlistenable. It's so fucking loud. So my my only thought while they were playing was how fucking loud was it in L.A. that night for we're them to hear him now. just say, It's all about the game! And how do you play? What are the rest of the words? Like, I don't think he knows the whole song,
1: Dude, he just (laughs)
3: said,
1: (laughs) I don't remember shit, so I'm gonna go out there and vibe. And so he said, he said... (laughs) It was fucking sick, dude. Y'all think I'm joking about this? I loved it.
0: I watched it twice, dude.
1: I loved that entrance. Because yeah. Triple H comes up from the fucking ground like, I don't even know what- It was like just Like Cody so Rhodes, thick. bro! Oh, wow. That's, That's where Cody got it, bro. That's it. Oh, man. Uh, I just do this, appreciate I, him
3: just on, on the turnbuckle at the end, he points to him, and he's just like- And Let me just like- He's like, I don't know what's
1: going on anymore! He said, then his delivery of time to play the game, We're Motorhead, I was ready to run through a brick fucking wall, (laughs) y'all. I was feeling it. Um, He he gets to bleeding pretty early on uh, in this match, and he bleeds pretty bad. He gets slingshot into the turnbuckle, and Casey and I have hit an impasse about where he blades here. In my opinion, he blades before the slingshot happens. That's why they're focused so heavily on Dave. He's mm-hmm. down there, and he gets himself when he goes. And that way, when he hits, boom, and he just doesn't even do anything. He's just bleeding. Casey has a different take.
3: So, regardless of when the blade happens, he hits the turnbuckle. He leans up against the apron, but he puts mm-hmm. his right hand up his against hand his forehead. Right here. So, the conspiracy is on our side is either he blades then or he able he's able to fucking Houdini a blade prior cuz it does take a second but then yeah. when he gets up to the apron he does his tape trick cuz we've seen it before now yes. that he rubs Where his he fucking rubs- wrist tape onto his yeah. forehead don't know which one. Either way, the execution is flawless hey, on it because it's motherfucker's yeah, right. not it's bleeding because the they even sh- they show it from well, from two angles, so you you know he's not bleeding going up to it, but
1: afterwards he's just fountain. Dude, he gets himself good, and then he spits it on the crowd. He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, uh, y'all are nasty. <laughs> um, that blade, his blade jobs off a of sling, like the slingshot is always so good Um, he gets like Triple H gets his shitty heel offense in but when Batista needs to shine Batista fucking shines (laughs) Um, Helmsley goes for a pedigree but by god Batista's too strong Uh, he channels his inner ultimate warrior does the thumbs up thumbs down thing hits the perfect Batista bomb and he's your new world heavyweight champion uh, he poses with the belt as Flair carries out a bloody and battered Triple H. Um, Casey, this is going to you, bud, and I, I'm curious.
3: I wasn't mean to the match. I will say, though, this them working just solely Triple H in the beginning of this is molasses pacing. It is so fucking slow. Borderline painful for me to get through. Like, it's just really slow working. And I just wanted to take a nap while watching it earlier. Um, I'm gonna say Batista coming out to his generic theme song, weird. Him coming out doing the fucking machine gun, no pyro, also weird. Like him just doing it and being like No pyro happening and just be like, damn.
1: Like, that just feels so wrong. When do you think like they gave him the pyro? Because they couldn't they spent money on Motorhead for Triple H, but they couldn't give this man a quick pyro job.
3: Aki bono, bro.
1: Aki bono. <laughs> Took all
3: the pyro. <laughs> I don't even think, did Michaels have pyro?
1: Yeah. There's did he? That's it, yeah.
3: Okay. Um. Yeah, there's obviously the Houdini blade work is great. I I don't know. I, I think the beginning of it just kind of felt meh to me. And like it gets, it's kind of similar with the the angle match. Where it's like the later on it gets, it gets a little better. Um, I fucking just hate Flair's his entire being in this match. It's so not necessary. I understand why, but like I just fucking hate him at this point. I gave it three and a half. Yep. Okay. Wow. I can't hate it more than you guys, than I than I liked the Cena match. So, Cortland,
1: whoa,
2: I <laughs> love this match. Um, here's why I love this match It's because it's everything you wanted, man. It's evolutions, really. It's the ending. Um, and we've ran through this reign of terror. We know the hell that. This man has put on the chokehold he's put on the industry for the last four years. Um, so, Taker does, or, du- or Taker, shit, Triple H does all the Triple H stuff. You got Ric Flair getting involved, you get the Blade job, you get the, you get all the bells and whistles that come with the Triple H Reign of Terror title reign, you know, Um so it ends on that note of a bloody triple H of, and the story is just that Batista is just too damn strong. And, uh, we get like this weird reversal for the pedigree. It's like a Irish curse kind of like uh reversal, which is really cool. JR calls it like he's never seen anything like it. Uh, you get the thumbs up and thumbs down. Like you said, crowd eats that shit up. Um, the big thing for me in this match is after the Batista bomb and after the win, you get Triple H bloody in the corner, just fucking still leaking. Like, I mean, leaking. And Batista's standing there, belt in the air, and he just screams and flexes at him. And Triple H just looks dizzy, dizzy Fuck, dude, terrified, <laughs> poured in blood, and just falls to the mat and rolls under the ring. And he, Rick just grabs him, and you see him carry him out. You get that one turnaround from Triple H, that bloody face, like gonna I'm gonna come back, and he does. He does try a couple times, but he never, uh, he never gets the big one on old Dave Batista. Somehow, um, but dude, this match is all three and a half stars, but it's, it's good for what
0: it is. Should it have main event, main event, Wrestle. Who knows? It doesn't matter if it should have. It was it gone. Did. It's through. not about. <laughs> it did.
2: I always think the title should main event WrestleMania. I, I agree. agree. Do I think that these two should have been the main event? Maybe not. Maybe giving. And this sounds Pink crazy.
3: Big Show Fuck yeah.
2: No.
0: Eugene <laughs> and. <laughs> No,
2: <laughs> I think that if you flip the JBL and John Cena match to the main event but move Taker and Randy Orton up to split in between the two world title matches, it would have felt better. Having both world title matches back-to-back like that, and it makes sense to use Taker's match because its it, they've always said, like, the streak doesn't need the belt. The streak is the story in its own. That's always been a key main event factor and drawing point of Mania. So I feel like splitting up those two belts in the card would have made sense, and we've seen them do it later on in history of Mania. I feel like this Mania definitely would have benefited from it, and uh, it probably would have helped the JBL and take or JBL and Cena match some. Um, because I mean, the year following this, we get Cena and Triple H, right? So, I mean, they're, they're never out of the picture when it comes to, like, the main event of Mania. So, like, we kind of always have it no matter where the placement is. I just, Mania 21 could have gone off a little smoother. But, I mean, everyone loved Batista. The reaction he got when he came out. reaction he got when he left. You get the WWE trademark WrestleMania logo. Join us tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen. And you got confetti falling, crowds losing their shit. Like no one was over more than Batista at know. this time. You know, this motherfucker.
0: I stand. Alone.
3: Like, he was Didn't alone, even alone. have it though. He, he didn't, didn't even have it yet. Yeah, he had like the generic. Oh, he fucking, wasn't even at his
0: peak yet. It was culminating. How about it? He you was just getting ready. I just want to th-
3: throw back in there. I always forget about his fucking son uh, belly button belly tattoo. Button. Oh. It's fucking. I always forget about it, and then. We
0: yeah. watch
1: these
3: matches, and I'm like, there it is again. God damn
1: it. All right, Pat. Before I give stars. my rating. Oh, man.
0: Uh, Three and a half stars. I don't know why. I guess it's just because you guys did. Because um, I didn't love this match at all, but it wasn't bad. Um-
3: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Mike, Mike is going to fucking quit this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like. Like, I, I didn't love it, but I mean, like, it. let me tell you something, bro, and I'm about to say some real blasphemous shit, and I hate to talk shit about Triple H on the week that he in-ring retirement, but this is the culmination of a fucking Triple H match. It's just him doing a bunch of shit, getting bloodied up, getting his ass beat, and, or winning. It's literally one or the other, and then the result. Like, every, I'm not talking shit, it just is what it is. I love yeah. Triple H as a character, yeah. but it's just like what all Triple H matches are. So, I don't really know what you could really want more.
3: In Pat's defense, because Mike is going to lose his fucking mind, we've <laughs> watched so many of these fucking Triple H matches back to back to back to back.
2: Yeah. They're like, it is, it's the same but, fucking thing just, after just, a while.
0: match. Over this and over
2: again. Much better than Scott Steiner.
0: Yeah. But buddy, by a fucking
2: mile.
0: Shit, dude. Ryan's is
2: better than Shoney's. Yeah. Mike. <sighs> Mike,
1: Mike, Mike. When, when did the Scott Steiner match? Uh, bad blood. I just right. I, I just went on one, and it was three stars for Forklift Lesnar. So there's that one. Um, that's nope. That's Triple H, Kevin Nash, uh, Backlash. Maybe I feel like we started off with fucking dog shit. That's Rock Goldberg, yeah. uh, Lesnar, Cena. Triple H...
3: No, we had Tess Steiner at Bad Blood, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ, I mean, I man. Just wanna know, I just want to know what I gave this shitty fucking match. Um, because I didn't hate this match. But, spoiler alert, everybody went higher than me! Oh! <laughs> Casey's like, you better not have done it! And he's like, Three and a half. I'm like, we didn't watch this match again.
3: I'm not trying to be. I'm. I'm just saying. I didn't hate it as much, but I can't go lower. It's not. It's
1: just not fair, buddy. This match was all, and I mean, they fucking stretched it like laffy taffy to get to three stars. <laughs> this is a three star match. It's decent for what it is. That's I buddy. get it. Put That's the buddy. belt <laughs> on Batista. But here's the deal, bud. As much as I loved Triple H Motorhead, this was a blast. Batista wasn't the babyface after that. Like, you don't fucking have somebody get played out as the heel. Like, you don't do it! It shit on Batista. Batista, this was the exact same formula that JBL and John Cena were going after. It's just that JBL just didn't want to fucking sell for Cena until it was his finish. That's it. Um, Triple H was selling the fuck out of this. Batista was still mega green. Didn't have any fucking reason for being the face of the company at this point. It was a three-star match. It was fine, but it still pissed me off that this closes the show.
0: Yeah.
3: (sighs) I just—I I really want to know who fucking put this together and was like, "I want to know who, this, who possessed this, this motherfucker, thinks.
0: Dave Pizza, to wear those dumbass trunks with his damn silhouette on the back of his fucking ass, like a fucking dumbass. <laughs> he looked like a fucking porn star, his fucking sun sunset eyes, belly button Yeah, it's gross. Anyways. Roy. where
1: did we? There's no okay. Uh, it's everything's fine." Um, I still don't, I, dude. I feel like we didn't ever watch the Triple H Scott Steiner matches because I don't we have notes. Do, on them.
3: I think my I think my notes for it are on are on this computer, and I don't want to fuck other everything up to go find them. But I don't. Yeah, I there's no way we went over like two and a quarter. I think I won a star
1: uh, and a half. Like, I, <laughs> like it was bad, dude. I just
2: no, because one was worse than the first one. Star and a half. Starnap. I can't star listen to
1: Scott hard. Steiner cut a promo without laughing. Y'all want to talk about <laughs> pure entertainment? Good God. Like <laughs> it's, all right. Well, uh that concludes WrestleMania twenty one. <laughs> oh that shit. concludes the actual
2: full turn of the reign of terror. We are done.
0: With the reign I'm of terror. Can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? Okay. Objectively. Without triple H bias. Without triple H bias. Without Triple H bias, how do you feel about the Reign of Terror?
1: It sucks.
3: I don't know how they could have made SmackDown so fucking good and (laughs) Raw be so fucking bad at the same time. You had all this talent, and they were just like... And once again, it has always been Raw's the fucking A-show, SmackDown's the B show, and like they took all these fucking like quote unquote misfits, and they put them on SmackDown, and they fucking just pumped out gold. And then you give fucking ham cubes and fucking Triple that. H, and then the test or the
0: fucking. <laughs>
3: you get fucking Kevin Nash matches with them. You get Listen, you man. get all these fucking Here's things that the- don't make sense. It's because
2: Vince McMahon has always looked at Monday Night Raw as his baby. So he actually gives a shit about that. When it comes to tapings, he just sends three riders over there and tells them to send him a proof before they do it. Yeah. There's so much more For there used to be so much more freedom on SmackDown. Whereas Raw was nitpicked and changed thirty well, minutes I, before I, you I I, died,
3: I, you I get know? that part. I'm just saying like you had all this going on for what, the rantaro was four fucking years.
2: God bless. It could have gone another year. I will. But, love
3: but I'm just saying, like, like look I at all the matches that we here. fucking watched, and like, oh, shit. none of them were very good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like you're just nostalgia. Four year closer fucking dog shit. Just nostalgia, man. It's when I see, so. I
2: when I see the world heavyweight championship belt, I imagine that
0: shit on Triple When do When do we start it's to closer, realize that yeah. we weren't the smartest people when we were children?
2: I, mean, I like, just well, loved I thought Motorhead was sick. I thought Randy Orton was sick. I thought Batista was a real powerhouse. I loved Ric Flair at the time. I wish he fucking drove instead of got on planes apparently. But like you know
0: Imagine if that nigga was driving around a- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: All I'm going to say is that unfortunately we did it to ourselves to have to watch all these and La Resistance is stuck in my it's head. great.
0: I've had fun. So I can't oh, La, La
1: Resistance, I forgot.
3: The
2: fucking Resistance.
1: <laughs> alright, alright. Well, fellas, that uh, concludes WrestleMania 21. Mike, I'm going to see you at Dynamite
2: tomorrow and I'm going to do that La Resistance dance in the parking lot. <laughs>
1: yeah, you bet that I won't,
2: dude.
3: I will reciprocate
1: it entirely. Um, If you guys didn't know, Portland Casey and I have been working on a really cool thing called the up and over breakdown where we watch your favorite matches. Um, currently we have two out. I do believe we're about to have the third out yeah, uh, Friday. Which is, um, a doozy. Our oh. most, our next one is, um, Mitsuharu Misawa versus Kenta Kobashi from Noah in 2003. Uh, that's, Widely considered one of the best matches of all time. So uh, to find that, you go to upandoverpodcast.com. In the little drop-down, you have exclusive content. That's where you'll find all of them posted. Um, we have to do it that way and not on YouTube because YouTube just keeps flagging our content. So we're having a real good time there. Um, it almost as- was a Patreon for Pat. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Oh, do we should have done a Patreon and just do a free Patreon and call the, uh, I, we but, have
3: i think i think i have to actually charge people money for patreon uh, yeah, sorry. i was gonna charge um, it for a dollar but soon we'll
1: figure something um, out patreon Patreon. with that said because of up and over breakdown it's really done by us for you so we need your help tell us your favorite matches tell your friends to tell us your favorite their favorite matches whatever the case might be, our Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Up and Over Pod. From there, you find all of our personal social media. Let us know your favorite matches. Let us know if you're liking what we're doing. Let us know you wanted us to cover this event specifically for the regular Up and Over podcast. Tell your friends about it. Leave a five-star rating on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and we will see you back here next week or whenever you're listening to it. Maybe the next episode is out already. Y'all enjoy your week. We'll see you soon.
0: Hell yeah.